been moping around, depressed, all upset since missing out on the first cycling challenge we held back in June. Hmm? Could that be you? Hmm? All those gains you lost. Good news is, we're holding it again from the 1st of December. We're going to be doing 91 rides in 91 days. Everything's going to be fully structured. Everything's going to be fully planned out. You have full access to me, and it only costs $20 to join. All you have to do is jump on to trainsmooth.com. Up on the top there, it says Cycling Challenge. Click on that. Have a read about it. Oh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be pumped. We're going to make big gains. We're all going to be excited. Well, good day there, Chicky B. Welcome to episode 364 of the Trainsmooth podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Send me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. Just like Steve did, he sent me in. Uh, I brought a second bike to keep on the trainer from the bike shop I go to. Uh, he had all my exact measurements that are from my tri bike to match them as best he could on the road bike. In brackets, I brought a cheap bike so I could keep on the trainer. Uh, the bike is a, du- is a direct drive trainer, so I take the back tyre off. It feels pretty similar to my tri bike. But my question is, will I be okay doing this or should I just suck it up and use my tri bike and switch the back tyre out every time I want to ride outside, which is only once a week? Will I benefit from using the road bike on the trainer that is measured as close to my tri bike as possible? Uh, short answer is yes. You you're all a okay for doing that. So um, you did a good thing getting your road bike as close to possible as your tri bike. Um, I, I think that's a great idea. I gone back and oh gosh, this is going back a fair while ago. I was training for an Ironman, and I reckon I was. I was definitely within a month of doing the Ironman, and I was riding out to work, which is exactly 35 kilometers, virtually to the dot from my house, and I jumped on the road bike, which I would very rarely use the road bike, I was always on the time trial bike, and to give, you know, when I mean rarely use it, for the first five years of owning this road bike, I had done under 2,000 kilometers, so it's just hardly used, but I, I, I had this... I, I don't know if I had an inkling of wanting to use the tri- I think it might have been in for a service, the time trial bike. Was, I forget what it was. Bloody memory. So I, I rode out to work and, you know, did as little as possible for as long as possible while I was at work. And then I rode back on the time trial bike. Well, I was sore as crap for a good couple of days from that. And I'm thinking, jeez. And so I, after the Ironman, I actually took my both bikes in, time trial bike and road bike in. And got them you know got the road bike closer to the measurements and you know he moved my saddle several several centimeters forward because i think between the my road bike and my time trial bike there was like a a good five six centimeters difference between where your saddle ends from your bottom bracket we didn't quite move it right to the exact spot but we moved it a fair whack up and it's and we knocked around with it here and there, and it feels much better. Um, but uh, and I say that just 
to give give a story, I also had a an athlete who was doing Challenge Roth just just last this year, and he was waiting for his new time trial bike to arrive, and it, one problem after another occurred. It, it's trying to get it in time. Anyway, he did all his training on his road bike, and just. I think it was under a month that he gets his time trial bike, and he was worried well, maybe I should be doing doing this race on my road bike. And said, well, just when you get your bike, you know your bike fit, take your road bike in so they can you know try and get you know get to a position that you're used to, and and that worked tremendously. So um, having your bikes as close to possible as you can, without you know looking looking silly and feeling silly um so so that's one thing also you know um used to be a thing that for at least that six month period or try season you, you say goodbye to your road bike put that in the shed and next time you see that's going to be you know off season it, th- those days are gone um, we're, we're now spending a lot more time on our robots because we know, you know, it's a lot more comfortable. It's generally a lot safer for your everyday use. And it's, um, and you can generally get up, you know, produce more power on certain intervals on a road bike than you can on a time trial bike. So we're, we're seeing a lot more road bike use. And so as long as you're doing what you're saying, um, I'm doing the exact same thing. Just about it. All my rides are on a road bike, um, virtually indoors. And, um, one day a week, I jump the um, I jump on the time trial bike. If you're going to do that, you need to make that time trial bike more um, ride more triathlon specific. So you're doing um, probably for the first couple of weeks, I'd be just making it aerobic, and then just be, and then you want to be actually doing um, time trial efforts in that. It, you know, sweet spot efforts, medium efforts. Just maybe start off with four times ten minute efforts in that time trial position, and then go two times twenty minutes, and maybe a couple of forty minutes. Or you you can play around with that, but you want to do be doing some harder efforts. Just hopping on your time trial bike and just having having a good old tourist ride. You're probably not going to get the benefits from that. You're better off making that your road bike, pulling your road bike off the train and doing a tourist ride, but making it really, really count on that, on that time trial bike. I probably wouldn't be doing any efforts under 15 minutes. Oh, actually, now I'm talking about it. I'd be making all my efforts 15 minutes or more on the time trial bikes if that's what you're doing. Um, and, and just live in that aero position. On the road bike, you know, just do the training. Now, I will say, if your road bike's carbon fiber, you're going to make have to really make sure you wash it regularly because if your um, you just sweat's just going to eat eat the carbon fiber. Um, so make sure you keep it clean. Um, keep that chain clean as well. But a lot of people that put their road bikes or bikes have a bike set up purely for the trainer. They, they you know, will look at it for on a cleaning side every blue moon wonder and then their chain starts skipping and stuff you your gears are clunking a quick wash will fix all that up so make sure you keep it all clean so you're sweating all over it but i like it um and i like the idea of having a bike permanently set up at home where you can just chuck a leg over and start pedaling away 
um, I couldn't do that at the old house where I, but this house that I live at now, it's just, I've just got this beautiful setup. I can just, you know, my miles have increased. My it, it gets to the stage where you look outside. It's a beautiful day outside. There's bugger all wind. You think, oh bugger it, I'm just going to ride inside. Yeah, uh, and any ride that any I think any you're better off any ride under ninety minutes is always best done inside. You're just going to get a bigger bang for your buck too. So I like all that stuff. So if you yeah, all the best. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com. Till next episode, hooroo.